Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegan, vegetarians, and anyone that's living a healthy lifestyle. Rewired Radio is sponsored by Health IQ, and Health IQ will help you feel like you're getting the best deal for your life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired to support our show and to see if you qualify for a great rate today. This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. Most of us probably don't believe the idea that you can have it all. We assume that a powerful career means that our family life may suffer, or that spending time with your family means you won't advance in your career. But my guest today, Colleen Hauk, is living proof that you could really have it all. Colleen is a certified executive coach who who is obviously very dedicated to helping high performers find fulfillment in their personal and professional lives. Colleen herself has been, you know, expanding and evolving her own life and will explain to us today the three steps we all need to do to to have it all. Um, Colleen is an author of the best-selling book, Women Who Ignite, and she's here with us. Colleen, welcome to the show, and I'm so grateful to have you on. Thank you, Eric. I'm really excited to be here. And it's Colleen Hauk. Did I say it right? Just to make sure. Yes, you got it right. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I was just speaking with a client the other day about this where she was so anxious that she wasn't, you know, giving enough attention to her husband and new new baby. And she, she has a career she loves. And I think so many people feel like it's either or when I really love the word and because I feel like, you know, everyone can have this and this. It doesn't mean we have to choose. So can you tell everybody a little bit about, you know, Obviously, if, if you if you um, agree with that and and what you do with your clients, yeah. So I absolutely believe in in living the and life, as, as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> but it was because of a breaking point that I had in December of 2013. Uh, Twelve months prior, I had been promoted at my job, and and I had been extremely focused climbing the corporate ladder. I was just over the top excited for this promotion. Um, But because of my excitement, I failed to evaluate the impact that that promotion was going to have on myself and my family. And so I went into this new, this new position. um, And because I won't fail at my job, I absolutely always want to do the best. That meant I was sacrificing everything else. I mean, I was literally sleeping about four or five hours a night. Um, oh, wow. You know, my husband absolutely fell to the bottom of my list. We were just roommates through the week. And I had zero patience for my children. And it was, it it really was probably the most awful situation that, that I had been in. And so finally, after 12 months of that, I, I did, I crashed. I, I couldn't see how I could go on. And in my mind, because it was so bad at that time, I really did believe I had to choose one or the other. I just mm-hmm. couldn't see how it would be possible to live the and life um, and, and be happy and be healthy at that time. 
Mm, I know. And it's it, it's such like I, I feel like a place of despair in a way like we don't we're so I'm assuming anxious and stressed about it, you know, because you're aware of it. But really to, to not have a system and not understand, um, you know, how to mentally look at it. I think a lot of what what ails us in life is, you know, not having the right frame of mind. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and the, the right frame of mind comes both internally and externally. So, right. you know, the organization I, I worked for, I was surrounded by unbelievably amazing women um, who were leaders themselves. They were married. They had children. And I never once heard anyone complain. And I certainly didn't want to be the person that sounded, you know, incapable. And uh, so I, I kept my mouth shut and I just plugged along um, until until shortly after I hit that breaking point, I did start to share my story. And I'll never forget the very first time I, I decided to open up in confidence to, to a, a coworker, I was standing in the doorway of her office and it just kind of overcame me. I started sharing with her how I had been struggling, how I had even thought of quitting at times, um, but you know, that I had started to get help. And, and, and I remember stopping because she just sat there staring at me. And I thought, oh my goodness, great. She's going to run out of the office and tell everybody yeah. how awful I am and, and you know, that I'm incompetent. And I, I, I paused and she says, I'm sorry that I'm just staring at you, but it's like I'm looking in a mirror. I just oh had gosh. that conversation over the weekend. And so that was, you know, my first wake up call that I wasn't alone. And I yeah. think that 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 mindset that you mentioned a lot of times it's because we think we're all alone. We're the only mm -hmm. one facing that situation. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even, you know, and I'm, I, I, I teach in the recovery world uh, as a counselor and as a speaker and as an author. And uh, that's, that's the number one thing of why people don't get help is because they feel like no one will be able to relate that no one is dealing with as bad as the situation as they are. And, and so it is so powerful to share and it's so powerful to extend an arm and then say, you know, let's, let's do this together or there is help out there or, you know, whatever that is connection is so important. Yes. And, and so, you know, the connection is there. And then the other step is, as you mentioned, with the mindset internally, I, I think for a lot of women who are facing the same type of life that I was facing a few years ago, it, you know, their biggest struggle is time. It's, I yeah. don't have enough time to get everything done. And so when they don't have enough time to, to survive in their mind, how are they going to take time to go find resources to help them? Mm -hmm. And, and it's, such, it, it's such a myth because, you know, if you were to invest even 30 minutes to learn a couple of new strategies, it would save you hours, but it, it's just getting to that place. And, and luckily, I, and that's what happened for me, is that when I hit that wall in December of 2013, I luckily did have a resource that I could reach out to. And it was um, a past coworker of mine who had gone on to become a certified coach herself. And so I reached out to her. Um, and what's funny is when I reached out to her, it was with the intention of her helping me figure out how I could quit my career so I mm. could be home with my family. And mm. that's completely not my personality. I am I am not a full-time stay-at-home mom personality. I am a worker. So mm. we quickly began on coaching sessions. 
And that's where I started to really dig into myself and, and learn a lot of the strategies that I now share with other women on, on how to, you know, have that and life and, and really have it all with, without losing it all, if you will. Right. Right. And so this is, this is the, you, you're the creator of, of a program called You So New, right? And yeah, it's, desi- it's designed, it's designed basically for successful professionals who are struggling in their personal lives. So can you share with us a little bit about, you know, I mean, maybe not all your secrets, but a little bit about how people can start to feel like they're not so scattered and anxious and stressed? I mean, is it just literally time management? Is it making lists? Is it having an organizer? Is it like blocking off non-negotiable time for yourself? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> okay. Or all no, of the above. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I would love to share, you know, what I consider to be kind of the three critical steps to help jumpstart. And, you know, number one is is thinking about that definition of having it all. And I think where people get confused and overwhelmed is because they haven't defined what having it all means to them personally. They're mm-hmm. using someone else's definition, whether that definition yeah. is uh, from their parents or it's uh, one they picked up through their work or, or society. Yeah. So number one is what what does having it all mean to you as an individual? Now, right. some people say, you know, that's your vision, that's your, whatever that is. But you got to spend some time to think like, what do I want? Because I'll tell you, if if I defined having it all by someone else's definitions, then I would be a failure because I don't live my life by that definition. And how I, what having it all means to me is going to look different even for you, Erica, right? We, we have completely different lives. So, right. so number one is just taking the, taking the time to, to find, define what does that look like for you? What, once you have that definition, that's where then that time management, it, you know, I don't necessarily like the, the phrase time management, but it's a common one that people can identify and, and relate to. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It really is about what I like to say is designing your week. And um, like the number one secret I will give people is not a secret. It's nothing I invented, but it is literally sitting down um, and pl- planning or designing your week. And mm-hmm. that starts with, you know, the foundation, you know, if, if you, you need six, seven, eight hours of sleep. So, you know, that gives you 16, 18 hours left in your day, blocking yeah. that, creating that plan. Um, you know, I, I like to do what's called a brain dump. So when I look ahead at the week, what are all of the things that need to get done that week? Where do I yeah. need to go? Who do I need to speak to? What do I need to research and create this master of list? And from uh-huh. there, then I'll plug in about three different tasks each day and literally time block, block those times out. When, when yeah. you mindlessly walk around with a to-do list, the items never get done. Right. But when right. you're intentional, when you're intentional and you put those items into the actual schedule, that's when you'll be able to start to feel like you are having it all, that you are reaching, reaching those goals and, and getting the things done that you want to get done, not just need to get done. Rewired Radio is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, vegetarians, and anyone choosing to live a healthy life 
get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired to support our show and to see if you qualify. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. Health IQ can save their customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. If you like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ can save you money on your life insurance for living a health-conscious life. So see if you qualify today. Go to healthiq.com slash rewired. Colleen, one of the things where, I mean, I, I obviously, I relate to this and I, you know, I have a lot of clients that also um, struggle and we all kind of do, which is, you know, um, if, if let's say I have a client that reschedules or the, someone else wants to move a lunch and I can't or someone else needs to, to have a meeting at a different time, you know, and we start changing things around, we become overwhelmed, then we're back to back to back to back. When is it when is it necessary? Or is it necessary all the time to just say no, like I cannot I cannot move this to this time. I have already something planned or I have my self-care time planned. You know, I think a lot of us that say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to use this hour for myself to take a bath or a run or, or whatever it is. And then someone needs to, to move something. And then you wind up saying, Oh, it's just, you know, that hour was basically free. So I guess I will. And then before you know it, you are just spinning with like anxiety and have no time to kind of rest. And I, you know, I feel like that happens to me all the time and I've tried to get better at it and, and say like, no, like it's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you hit it on the head and especially for women, um, I find that saying no is, is, is challenging for them. So I think you you said a, a few things in there. Number one is, you know, whatever that time is, it, it should be a priority. If if you have made the time to put it onto your schedule, and it, then it's a priority, and that's where it should stay. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to have that deep that deep centered why you want that. So as you gave an example, self care, right? Um, you have to know why you need that. You have to have that emotional attachment and recognize what the benefits and the results are. And when you really take time and understand that, then that becomes a non-negotiable. Um, that's in your schedule. It's part of your priorities. Right. The second, the second thing I, the second thing I would offer when it comes to saying no is we oftentimes feel guilty. Um, we're letting someone down, or we feel like we have to have an excuse. You know, mm-hmm. no, because we don't need to say no, because it's just, no, I'm happy, though, to reschedule you. And right. it, 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 it's, a ha- it's a habit that takes practice. And I use the word intent a lot. It's about being intentional and just practicing that until it becomes your new habit to say, just simply say no and, and be right. okay with that. Um, you know, it's, most of the time, it's, it's not about you anyhow. They're not rescheduling because of you. So it's okay. Move it. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I really like that. And and I think a lot of people to say no, and then they give some excuse. And sometimes it's a lie. And then sometimes they get caught. And that creates even more issues and anxiety, you know. Um, and so it there's just it's just to honor yourself, I think, and honoring the fact that um, you you can have boundaries for yourself. And you don't you don't have to ex- explain all the time. Absolutely. And, and that that, if you will, leads to one of my other critical steps, the third, yeah, the third piece I like to think about, which is centered around happiness. And, and I realize, mm-hmm. you know, 
people throw around the word happy and, you know, life has to be happy all the time. And, and I'm not necessarily implying that. Um, but what I do find, especially with successful women, women who are very driven, um, they oftentimes believe that once they hit that next goal, that's when they're going to feel happy. And mm-hmm. they keep relying on success to deliver their happiness. And it's the complete opposite. It is when you are more happy, when you are a healthier, um, whether that's emotional health, self, you know, your self-confidence, your self-awareness, but the happier you are with you and taking care of you, the more likely you are to be successful. And I'm not talking about just success within career. I'm talking about success within your relationships, within your, mm-hmm. um, you know, health, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of those yeah. pieces. But, but we oftentimes say, okay, I'm just, I'm running like a crazy person right now. I'm not happy. I'm completely unhappy. But you know what, once I get that promotion, then, then everything will be fine. Then I'll be happy. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's right. not, that's not how it happens because I guarantee you, once you get that promotion, or let's say your goal is, you know, I just, you know, want to buy my first home. Once you get there, you end up setting a new goal anyhow, and mm-hmm. which is absolutely the right thing you should be doing to continue to advance yourself and grow. But it shouldn't be what you're doing to rely on happiness, because you once you get there, you move it. So your happiness just keeps con- moving, getting moved, right? It's mm-hmm, just delayed. Mm-hmm. So it it is about, again, like I said, you know, laying out what having it all looks like to you, recognizing that you need to schedule the time, block the time, be organized, and understand that within that, your happiness needs to, to come out. And I believe that when you are taking the time to design your week, when you understand what you want your happiness will naturally start to come about. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you said that because it, you're so right. It's it's always focused on so many external things when really the, I think the happiest most people are is when they feel centered. They feel like there's self-care, self-compassion, um, routine. You know, I mean, all these things kind of get overlooked um, when it when it comes to society's version of um, what equates someone in terms of happiness, and that's usually monetary or abundance of some kind, but not internal abundance, more external abundance. Yeah, you know, one of the the first things I did centered around happiness uh, when I started working with my coach was uh, she introduced me, you know, to meditation, which you know I had come from 15 years in corporate America. I was not, you know, I pictured hippies sitting in a grass field right. <laughs> when she <mentioned> meditation. <laughs> right. And so, but you know, I I I'm one of those that understands that you know, in order to change your your outcome, you might have to change your mindset and your practices. So, right. So I I heeded her her advice. I did start meditating, but I did it intentionally. I. I sat each day and really tried to uncover the things that really did make me happy. And and the reason I was doing that was because I wanted to incorporate more of what made me happy in my everyday life. And that included within my work. And the outcome is actually the opposite of what most people would think, that once I uncovered what truly made me happy, started showcasing that throughout as much as I could, I ended up getting promoted again that very next wow. year within my corporate job. 
I ended up taking on more because I became certified for coaching. I launched my business. So here I was adding more, but because I was aligned to what made me happy, what my priorities were, what, again, having it all meant to me, I was in the best place in my family. I mean, everything really started to come together as a result of, of all of that. And it, yeah. that really was that game changer for me. That's um, awesome. I'm, I hope everybody hears you and, and, you know, gets to to do that for themselves or work with, with someone like you to do that and, and get to that place. So can you talk a little bit about how your relationships changed or maybe your marriage? I mean, your, your quality time with your kids, like how, how, how do you now live? Like what are your, you know, non-negotiables now or what are your, what are your routines now? Yeah. So I'll address the first one, which was the relationships, because that was definitely one of the top things that, that suffered. Um, I can share uh, briefly that I can recall in 2013, that year that I struggled, uh, I would pull my car into the garage and, and, and be ready to walk into the house. And on the other side of the door, I could hear my husband and my kids laughing. They were having, you know, this wonderful, fun-filled time. But the moment I opened the door and walked in, it was silent. And my husband later told me, as, as painful as it was to hear, I'm so glad he did, but he later told me that the moment you walked in the door, we were all on high alert because they wow. didn't know yeah. which personality was walking through the door. Is mom happy today? Is she stressed out from work? And, you know, so I spent a lot of that time. It was lots of yelling and screaming, and it, it just, it really was a very bad situation. Um, mm -hmm. And I mentioned, you know, my husband and I were pretty much roommates. So I can definitely share that my husband and I have completely reconnected on so many levels, you know, our, you know, that spark and that romance. I mean, we're celebrating 15 years of marriage this June. Awesome. So, Congratulations. I mean, it is. Thank you. It is. It is absolutely back to where it always had been. And my children, um, luckily they don't necessarily remember, you know, mommy's behavior <laughs> in 2013, yeah. but, um, my daughter who is just about to turn nine, she had to, uh, choose words to identify her family members for a project she was doing. And she chose the word patience for, for me. Oh, and I will, nice. I will tell you that I, I broke down in tears because that to me just you know, shows that's you what you wanted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So that absolutely. So yeah, a lot of my non-negotiables, um, number one, you know, as much as I'd love to say, I put my husband and my kids first, my number one priority is me. I have yeah. to take care of myself, um, from so many aspects. I'm, I'm a huge health and wellness fanatic. I'm, I'm actually a group exercise instructor. I've been teaching uh, for nearly 10 years. So exercise is a non-negotiable for me. Um, but again, mm -hmm. I, I, I designed my week, you know, with that in mind. I, it's on my calendar. Um, and then absolutely making uh, time for family. My husband and I always make it a point uh, to, to have couple time, whether that's, you know, we like to do date days. Um, date night gets thrown in there, but we love to drop the kids off at school and, you know, take a day off from work and, and go mm -hmm. spend the day together. So, yeah, those it is it has made the world of difference by by you know being intentional and in, in taking care of of me and getting mm -hmm. all of all of those things prioritized Oh, I love it. I love it. And I so appreciate you sharing that, you know, and I think for a lot of people out there when they go from one 
you know, one place when they were like, you know, a different, uh, you know, I mean, I think we have a different identity of sorts when we are in these darker periods in our lives. And we always identify ourselves with these behaviors that we are exhibiting, but that's not who we are. You know, now you're a healthy woman who is centered, who, who values, you know, health and, and self respect and compassion for yourself. And so when all those things change, you change, you know, you are what you do. And so I, I just think anyone that's listening out there that that sees themselves like in, in that light of being the, you know, the, the, the mom who's all over the place or, you know, the wife who's not attentive enough or even, you know, men listening. If, if we, we have these roles, we could change that. We could change our behaviors. We're not stuck and we're not faded to, to these kind of labels or roles in our families because I know that this happens a lot that, uh, you know, dad's this and mom is this. And, you know, but if you don't really like the way you're, you're being, you know, seen or the way that, you know, your relationships are, you can change that dynamic. And I just hope everyone hears that. I think you, you bring up such a, a, a perfect point. And, and that's actually what, uh, you know, led to the creation and the title of the program that I have, which is You So New. And it. it is, it's because it's, you are still you at the foundation, at the core of who you are. And my intent is not to change you as a person. It's to create a new you. Take right. what, what is already at your heart-centered soul and just help you become a new person through your new phases of life. We go yeah. through so many phases and we can't expect to always be um, you know, completely the same person. Again, at your heart-centered foundation, it's you. But as you go through those new phases, it's, it's important to learn new skills and new strategies. I mean, you can't continue to grow, survive, and thrive if you're, if you're just practicing what you've always done. You have yes. to learn new. I agree. I so agree. And, and, and it is a testament, you know, to you opening your heart and mind. Uh, you know, I've, I try to do the same every day. You know, it's just, like you said, it's, it's a choice point. And I think that, you know, we could all choose, choose the path of evolving. And with that being said, you know, reach out to a coach, reach out to, um, uh, you know, someone that does workshops or, you know, anything like that. There's so much out there. There's so many books out there. I mean, there's, there's so many people that could help us get out of these funk that we see, we find ourselves in, you know? Yes, it is. It's, it's just taking the time. It's taking the time that I know you, you feel you don't have, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it will help you get, it will help you get that time back and make you a better person overall. Uh, I know. I love it. And I love what you're doing. And thank you for helping so many people. And could you tell our audience uh, where they could find you, um, where they could find Women Who Ignite, the, the book you, you um, co-authored, and a little bit about how they could get to your program? Yes, yes. So uh, the easiest way to uh, find all of my resources is through my website, which is ColleenHelk.com. Uh, there you can grab any of my social links uh, through LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, as well as there's a link to purchase the book, Women Who Ignite, and I always love to send a signed copy of that. Um, yeah. I host live events in Southern Cal- Yes, yes. Um, I, I host it. live events in Southern California about twice a year, um, but I do, on my site, I have a ton of videos with just different tips and, and things to, to help women um, in kind of all aspects of their life, including, you know, the time management and, and the happiness and the focus piece. And then um, I will be launching uh, some video courses coming later in the year. 
Oh, that's so awesome. Those That's a great way to, to get inspired. So thank you, Colleen. Um, I'm just going to spell out your website for everybody really quick. It's www.colleenhauk.com. Thank you so much for being with me today. You're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining us and stay well. <laughs>